day on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, Canadian banks, we were talking about this uh, last week. Canadian banks have come forward to defend themselves over allegations that they are aggressive and using illegal sales practices uh, to try to get you to buy stuff at the bank, meaning various products of, of sort. Uh, you might remember over the last uh, couple of weeks, it started with, I think, one bank, and then uh, the rest seemed to jump on board, not the banks, their employees or former employees, saying that... Uh, all, giving us all sorts of anecdotes about how, uh, you know, they're there not necessarily to do what's best for you, but to try to sell you something, whether it's uh, another Visa card or a MasterCard or what have you, or uh, perhaps get involved in an RSP or a TFSA or any of that, as opposed to uh, really caring about what your overall financial plan is. Uh, the banks have obviously have come forward and said that, uh, you know, that isn't the case and have defended uh, these allegations. To talk more about all of this, Michael Beal is with us, professor in the Department of Economics, McMaster University, and he is with us now. Hello, Michael. How are you today? Just fine, Scott. How are you? I'm doing very well. So uh, we have to, a little disclaimer here, Michael. Yes, I have to disclose that uh, the TD Bank has supported a research group which, with which I'm associated, and I don't think that's going to bias anything I say. But your readers should, or your listeners should know that. Oh, that was very good of you to mention. We appreciate that. Uh, is it difficult when you get money from places like this to do research? Does it keep you unbiased? Do you do you still go ahead? Um, this particular support is one of a number of organizations, including um, labor unions, including other groups of employers and employees. Uh, so I don't really think it, it affects me very much because, of course, it's, the support is coming from all sides. And it's not uh, in terms of the percentage of total support. Any one organization isn't very large. All right, Michael, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure you've read all the reports in, in what has developed over the last couple of weeks, employees coming forward saying they're unhappy with, uh, I guess, what their role has uh, turned into. Has the role of the bank changed over years? Yeah, I think it has, although I don't have uh, hard evidence to suggest it, but I think, I think banks have changed. Um, what I find a little interesting when I read all these reports is that people seem to have such great trust in the banks to start with. And I've always thought of the bank as selling me a financial service. And of course, um, they do it in their self-interest. And uh, I, I've never thought otherwise. Why do we think that? Why, why has that been the case for years, that the bank is there to look after us? Um, I don't know. I don't know that it was ever true. It used to be that in a, a small Ontario town, uh, the banker was a very important person um, because uh, that person might be the person deciding on whether you get to keep your farm or uh, your mortgage or your business. Um, but I think it was always thought that that person was acting in interest of the bank. And, and I think what's happened a little bit in, in the meantime, is that perhaps people have gotten to think uh, from all the advertising and things that, that the bank really is on your side. Um, and I don't think that we should have changed our opinion. I, I think whenever we go into the marketplace, uh, we should always recognize that the people who are trying to sell us stuff are doing so for a reason, and it should be buyer beware in every market. Is it the banks that have done this on their own, or are they just reacting to what the market's doing? And by that, I, I mean, you know, uh, at one time, as you mentioned, it was the bank. The bank is, is, is where you did all of your financial, uh, had all your financial dealings. There were, you know, you didn't go to a mortgage broker. You didn't go to a financial advisor or any of these people that are outside the realm uh, of a bank. So are, are they just not trying to cash in on that, so to speak? Uh, because we've changed as consumers, have we not? 
Yeah, I think they are. I mean, one of the things is that banks used to make a lot more of their money by simply, in effect, borrowing it from their depositors and lending it to, to other people. Uh, now banks make the majority of their money by selling services, um, credit card services and other sorts of transaction services. Uh, and so, of course, that's where they're, they're putting their, their uh, efforts to try to make more money. And more and more, they want to play in the investment space. Um, they have, of course, this retail market. They've got buildings. They have contact with customers there. Um, they want to parlay that into selling investment services. And the investment business has always had this sort of side to it. I, I was just thinking about the, the movie about real estate, the Glengarry Glen Ross. I don't mm. know if you remember that movie. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think there was always that side uh, to financial business. And basically, the banks have moved in there because they've been allowed to. Um, and, you know, in many cases, they probably serve people well. But again, I think buyer beware is always the most important watchword. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.